I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through the trials from Thursday and Friday. Just the one on Thursday with the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the Melbourne Storm. And then we had the Indigenous All-Stars knocking over the Mouldy All-Stars on Friday night. These are going to be pretty short and sharp reviews because we will go through it all on Bloke in a Bar and do a very, very deep review. But let's kick off with that Thursday night game where we saw the Canterbury Bulldogs knock over the Melbourne Storm. Uh, if I'm a Canterbury Bulldogs fan, I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest with you. I think that with a lot of new combinations out there and whatnot. I understand not up against a full-strength Melbourne Storm side. I understand going down at halftime. Not ideal. I get it. Uh, But I just think Canterbury, I think it's very evident that they at least had more direction in that game than what they had last year. So um, I'd take it as a win. Uh, There was, in the second half, a lot of young guys that stood up and were very, very impressive. Um, So, yeah, look, I think for Canterbury, that is a successful night out. Uh, Did you absolutely knock it out of the park? Probably not. But I think it was a successful night, and I think it showed that there are guys there with a lot of ability and that the team seemingly has more structure uh, than what it did last year. Uh, you got to keep in mind that, you know, they forced a lot of errors out of the Melbourne Storm. You know, I know they went down at halftime, but, you know, Melbourne Storm scored. Uh, try for kicks for halftime that, you know, obviously you don't want to see it, but fuck, like, you you put in a kick off a scrum in the, to the fastest player on the field. Like, it sort of, sort of is what it is, that, that sort of stuff. So, uh, as much as it was... Shocking with 37% possession that Melbourne went up at halftime. I wouldn't stress over this, Canterbury fans. I think it is very evident that your team is heading in the right direction off the back of this trial. Uh, Eli Clark is very good, scored uh, a try there and was very heavily involved. Blake Wilson put on some great moves as well. Bronson Zeri, it's fantastic to see him back. I think he's going to be a really, really good signing for you, Canterbury fans. I was very, very impressed. Um, he got better as the game went on. I saw a little bit on social media giving him a little bit of stick. I think that's just because of where he's come from and whatnot. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good signing and I think he's just going to improve week on week, Bronson. Not sure if he'll be there round one. I believe they are going to play Stephen Crichton at centre, so maybe uh, that'll make it a little bit tough for him. Connor Tracy might be in the side too, uh, so we'll see how that plays out, but I think Bronson, you can give him a tick upon return. Uh, Drew Hutchinson, 
Big talking point for me. He would be my halfback come round one. Um, and I think that, you know, he, he just he just adds a lot of direction. He adds a lot of confidence to their attack. Uh, I think that Matt Burton probably needs to take a bit more of a forward step. I thought he was a little bit quiet the other night. I thought that, you know, if you've got a guy like Drew, uh, whenever you get that ball down that left edge, Matty Burton has really got to take over there. Uh, I was a little bit worried with how quiet Burton was, if I'm completely honest. Uh, but out of the two halfbacks, and Sexton did, did really well too. There's no denying that. I just think Hutcho is the best fit for this team. I think he's the better defender out of the two as well. Um, I would be going to, with Hutcho. He just feels like a bulldog to me. So that's the direction I would be going in at halfback. Uh, but I did think Sexton was very good as well, to his credit. Um, Hughes looks to be a great little find coming off the bench. He's a much bigger body than I thought he was. Um, I heard all the preseason chat and I looked at a couple of photos of him and sort of thought, oh, geez, I don't know if this guy's going to be as dominant as what they're saying. But when he got out there compared to the other guys, I sort of went, oh, okay, fuck, no, he, he's a big body. Uh, big body ran really well. It was, it was a couple of hit-ups he took where he really wedged in between um, the A and the second marker and really made good metres, which is what you want to see out of front row forwards like him. Uh, so I'm pretty confident he's in the starting 17 for round one. I thought Farmer Silly was very good as well. Uh, hasn't really been talked about too much during the preseason, him coming down from the Dolphins. Uh, but I thought he looked really good as well. I don't think he's a big minute forward, uh, but I think he can come off the bench and do a job for Canterbury without a doubt. Uh, Hayward, my God, coming off the bench. Fuck, I was a fan of this kid. Um, a seven that played... Hooker and Lock, I was very, very impressed with him. You could tell from his very early touches uh, that he, he has a very high footy IQ. I was very, very impressed with him. So keep an eye on him over the next few years. I reckon he will play first grade. And if I was a club that needed, you know, a seven, a six, fuck, you could do worse than than, than have um, this kid in your system. He looks really promising to me. I, I really, really like him. Like, a little bit... You know, up and down as a footballer, uh, but you just can't coach that IQ that you can tell he has. Just the way that he, the way that he releases the ball, the timing of when he releases the ball, the way that he squares guys up. Uh, Hayward ticked a lot of boxes for me. I was very impressed. Uh, Katolga, uh, who was on the right edge, he was very good. Had a uh, had a couple of really good ones. Quick play the balls, made big defensive plays throughout the game as well. And Joash Papali'i, who came off the bench, uh, wow, my god, he reminds me a little bit of RTS. The way that he moves. Very, very talented kid with a big future. So hopefully Canterbury can keep him on their books. Um, now, he came on. He's a very talented fullback. I like Papa Lee. I'll be honest with you, and I said it a few weeks ago with Winston, I'm not totally convinced of Blake Taff at fullback. He looks amazing, Blake Taff, but I just I just worry if he's able to execute. Um, he was put in really good spots on a number of occasions by Drew Hutchinson, I thought. Uh, and once again, he looks fantastic, but I just... I'm not convinced he's going to have the icing on the cake. And I've been saying for a long time, play Stephen Crichton at fullback. And I still would, to be honest with you. Um... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But I can understand why Canterbury wanted to play him at centre. I would be having a serious look at Connor Tracy. I'm not convinced that Blake Taft's going to be the answer. We'll see how it plays out. He didn't play poorly the other night, don't get me wrong. 
But I, my thing with Blake Taff, whenever I watch him, he looks amazing. He looks the goods. Uh, he gets the ball in, in good spots. And then I just I just don't see him execute off the back of that enough. So uh, an interesting talking point there, but I would be looking at Connor Tracy or Stephen Crichton as my fullback. Uh, for the Melbourne Storm, um, look, I... I don't really know how much to take from it. I wasn't overly impressed by any of their guys. It was the most Melbourne Storm fucking performance of all time. They look like a busted asshole. They do themselves no favors. Then you look up at halftime and go, how the fuck is this team winning this game of football? Um, you know, it obviously fell off again in the second half. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I just I don't really have too many insights into the Melbourne Storm from that game. I think the biggest positive uh, was that Ryan Pappenhausen, he looked fit. Uh, and he was ready to go. I know he didn't goal kick, which isn't ideal, uh, but I thought the way he was moving, the way that he sort of took the game on, he, li- he literally had two opportunities um, against Canterbury's line down in that sort of half. Uh, he set up one with a brilliant little pass and really got on the outside of his man there for the first try that he scored the second one off a scrum. Uh, and then they sort of lost a lot of spark once he went off the field, which was sort of the reality uh, of last year as well with the Melbourne Storm. So uh, a big tick next to the name of Ryan Pappenhausen. I was really impressed, and I think he is in for a big, big year, Ryan Pappenhausen. Outside of that, for the Melbourne Storm, I've got to be honest with you, I didn't really take a stack from it. Um, I was keeping an eye on Kane Bradley to see if I heard rumours that he might have locked down that role. It was good, but wasn't great. Uh, Trent Lira had a couple of errors, which is a little bit disappointing. I think he had an opportunity to lock down a 13 spot there, so... Not a stack to take from that game for me for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, I think the ne- the next trial uh, will probably be a little bit more telling. All right, let's move to the All-Stars game. Um, obviously, the Indigenous side won this. Hopefully, you got on our Ned's same-game multi for that game. Uh, $5 we got for that one. Carm Piera into Miso. Both scored tries. Um Gamble responsibly, as always, guys. But a nice little start of the season there for us. Our first SGM coming off there at 5-1. to one. Um, Look, I, I thought Willison was fantastic. I thought he was very impressive. I think he is all but locked into the Brisbane Broncos side for round one. I also thought Leo Thompson. I think he's in for a big, big year. Um, I thought the Newcastle Knights front row forwards were a little bit underwhelming on the weekend, same as they were in the trials last year. Leo Thompson was the one that impressed me the most in the preseason last year, and I think he's the one that's impressed me the most here as well. So, Leo Thompson, I'm really excited for him. I think he's been a fantastic find for the Newcastle Knights. Very keen to see how his career unfolds. Uh, Latrell was reasonably quiet, set up a try to Fox outside of that. Pretty quiet, let's be honest here. Um, I actually thought towards the back end of that game, it would have been good to see them shift Hamiso to fullback because, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think they were getting enough out of Latrell there. I thought Trindle looked fantastic for the Indigenous All-Stars. I'm really interested to see how this combination between Trindle and Hines works. I think it's very evident from that game that Trindle isn't going to sit in the pocket like Moylan used to and just wait until the ball happens to come to him. He's going to go after it. Uh, he's going to put himself in better shape out the back of Nico Hines as well. Um, and he's going to float to the right and put Nico in good shape there too. You could see it in that game. And I know people are saying, oh, you know, it's that wasn't the Cronulla Sharks. I'm sorry, you, you, don't, you, you aren't lucky enough to have a club set of halves go into a rep game where you've got one week to, to prepare and not let them play sort of how they're going to play at club land. I think that Trindle will be a little bit more ball dominant. I think it will take a bit of ball off Nico Hines. I think it'll be better for the Sharks, to be honest with you. I think they're too Hines dominant the way that they play. So I think it'll be better for the Sharks, but I do think it will hurt uh, Nico Hines' s- s- super coach scores a little bit. Scored 70 in that game, which is fantastic. I mean... You know, the team won by 16 points or whatever. Um, 
uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, I'm not totally convinced by that. I don't think Nico Hines is going to be a train wreck by any means. Uh, but I do think he's going to regress a little bit this season with Braden Trindle playing alongside him. Uh, but, yeah, I, I still think he is a top pick. I'll probably still start with him for the season. He will still have his huge scores, but I do think he regresses a little bit. Um, I thought that Jermaine Hopgood had a massive game. I thought some of his defensive efforts were huge. I think he only ended up with like 37 tackles next to his name or whatever, but in, in limited minutes and just some of the big tackles he came up with on his line, I thought were unreal. Uh, Bailey Biondi Odo, I thought he came up with some really nice plays as well. Good to see him back in first grades. Obviously had a terrible injury run over the last year or two, and I thought that he did some really nice things. He came up with some pretty big uh, defensive plays there as well. Uh, so, yeah, the Indigenous All-Stars, a very good win for the, for, for the Maldi side. Um, I thought Jack Howarth looked all right, uh, and I know that's a scary thing to say because fuck knows what's going to happen with Jack Howarth. Uh, but I thought he, he was pretty handy. Um, obviously, Joe Tarpanay scored the first try, which was massive. Just a fucking too big, too strong sort of stuff. Xavier Willison scored later, which was great. I thought he was probably one of their best on ground. Um, outside of that, I didn't take a stack. They had a lot of opportunities they didn't really utilize. I think Matty Timoko uh, dropped one at one point uh, that you know potentially could have got them back into that game. Uh, Britton Nicola, um, sorry, the, uh, I said before they won by sixteen. That they, they won by eight because they scored late, didn't they? Um, I thought Britton Nicola was very solid. Uh, Dane Gagai had some really good moments, but at one point he put a huge shot on um, Latrell Mitchell early, uh, but they just weren't able to keep the Indigenous side at bay. Royce Hunt played very small minutes, but I thought he was very good during those minutes. Um, so, yeah, Trey Mooney came on. He was okay. Oh, fuck, I just... I feel like there's something in Trey Mooney and we're just not seeing it at the moment, which is very disappointing. Dylan Walker, I thought he got through plenty of work when he was on. He had, I think, 19-odd hit-ups or something along those lines. Uh, and I thought Kenan Palacia, in his 30-odd minutes, I thought he was solid as well. I think he's going to be a nice little signing for the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, so, yeah, guys, 22 points to 14, the Indigenous All-Stars. I think we tipped them to win by 10 into our same-game multi, so they won by 8. Uh, wasn't a bad first hit-out for us in that game. Uh, yes, guys, that that is the Thursday and Friday games done and dusted. We'll have our Saturday review and our Sunday review coming your way a little bit later today on the Rugby League Guru podcast. And then later today, Bloke in a Bar will be getting stuck into the deep review of all these games.